All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Welcome in to All Sports Talk on this Monday, first Monday of 2022, and it has certainly been marked as a special day. Jeff Jordan joins me as uh, normally happens on a Monday. Je- Jeff, Happy New Year. Is it Monday? It is Monday. Oh, okay. It's, it's a snowy Monday. Yeah. You got snow at your house, right? Oh, yeah. About three and a half inches on Woodmore, I think. It might have been a touch more. I'm not sure. No trouble getting in, though. That, that, no. It's got one of those snows that's it, pretty neat. It's pretty to look at, but it didn't create a lot of hazards, I don't think. But uh, it's going to get cold enough tonight, Jeff. Some of the stuff that melted it's going to freeze on the road. So people need to be careful, for sure. Yeah, I'd say so. I uh, uh, the, the roads, I was around town a little bit today. They, they were clear, and most of them were dry, um, you know, but... Uh, it's it's certainly on the yards and, and all that kind of stuff. And like I say, I, now we had parts of the county, and you mentioned it, that you thought Eagleville got six inches. I, I know for a fact that Christiana got five. And I had a lady from Fosterville tell me today that she got eight in Fosterville. Um, and I've got a cousin in Shelbyville. I didn't talk to her, but my sister did and said that, that they got more than that. So south of here and whatever, but, you know, uh, the, the people that really messed up, and they don't usually mess up. The, I, I don't think. I think the weather people and national radio stations and, and the Weather Bureau and so forth, I think they do a really good job. Sure. I, I really do, but they blew this one for sure. But I think, generally speaking, they do a really good job. I mean, and it, according to them, we were going to get a light dusting, and I remember what the guy said. Uh, just a little bit on the grass, won't bother anybody, no accumulation. <laughs> they've got these radars and machines and this that and the other that, that pretty much tell it and jeff you're right you, you know my now my computer which i carry around with me we dare not call it a phone it'll <laughs> give me you know hour by hour what's supposed to happen and, and it's pretty close to right the, the equipment has gotten so good but uh when you say they missed it uh I'd, I'd say the equipment missed it they just weather can do lots of strange things you just never know well for it to snow um, you, I think, I can't remember how you put it out here. You said that when we were talking uh, a few minutes ago, and we were talking about the things have got to be, you know, the, the temperature has got to be right, which is generally around 28 to 40 in that neighborhood. And usually, last night was perfect, it was 33, mm-hmm. at, at least where I was, which was Toots, <laughs> uh, in the parking lot, it was 33. And it was snowing like crazy. Well, you got to the moisture's got to be right, and the wind's got to be right. Um, and bringing in the moisture with the cold air. I'm not a weather person, but uh, we had all that last night, and and it, and it was perfect. And according to them, now we're going to have it again on Thursday. So we'll see if that. Well, happens. of course, this is not breaking news. Anybody's listening in? I'm I'm guessing uh, realizing we did get some snow last night. The schools were out already. 
I haven't heard any report on schools for tomorrow any, any yet. Uh, so uh, WGNS will have that information if whenever it comes due. Rick Enzo live and Nick McDevitt live comes in come in after us tonight at six o'clock down at uh, the Boulevard. If folks would like to do that, we'll talk about that. We've got the uh, football playoffs, of course, to talk about. Pro football, Titans big day yesterday, and all of those kind of things. Eight nine three fourteen fifty is our number. If you'd like to give us a call, we'll come back with all sports talk. Building, buying, refinancing? Your First Bank Mortgage Banker handles each step personally, including VA and FHA loans. We care about this community because we are part of this community. So we handle your application every step of the way. When local people help local people, the entire community wins. Visit any of our convenient locations or find us online at firstbankonline.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 472433. At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Look 10 years younger. We have added laser treatments. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Holland Financial Services. Jeff, uh, playoff football, we'll get to that strongly, but uh, any huge surprise in your mind that Alabama and Georgia will play for the national championship? No, not really. I, w- I-, I felt like that uh, really Cincinnati w- would get beat even though they're a good football team. Uh, no question about that. Uh, but I think, thought that Alabama would handle them fairly easily, and they did. I was kind of surprised at the margin of victory over Michigan. I was I was hoping for Michigan, and I would say the TV networks were hoping, <laughs> but I don't know that you know you know sure. you don't know. But the, with Alabama and Georgia just played, and um, I, I don't know if there's going to be less interest in that or not. I don't know, you know. But they did just play, and Alabama won. Now the, you and I both know that it's hard to beat somebody twice. It is it's very difficult. Usually, the second game is usually, I, I think, easier maybe for the team that lost the first game, assuming they're 
close. Right. But um, I, I, I think Alabama will be favored by some small margin. Probably. I would think so. I, I, and I said this uh, to several people beginning of the year, last year even, uh, until further notice, I'm not going to bet against Alabama a- at all. Uh, for what, whatever reason, they, they just seem, seem to come up and do. Uh, last uh, time Alabama was beaten was LSU. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, LSU. Uh, what three, two or three years ago in, in, in a very high-scoring ball game. I don't know that this will be that, but uh, we'll just have to see. We got Jeff Neal on the line, so let's get to Jeff. Uh, welcome in. What's going on, guys? I, I was going to tell you the uh, line for that ball game is. I think Georgia's either two and a half, three-point favorite. So that ball game. Did y'all see that? I had not seen it. Yeah, yeah. They were. I think it started out. I think Alabama maybe a one-point favorite, and then you know, and, uh, I think Georgia. The last I seen was. I think it was yesterday is either two and a half or maybe three points now. Georgia's favorite, two and a half, three points was it don't really make too much of a too much of a difference. But uh, I know last year they said it was the lowest ratings, T V ratings of the semi games of the championship. So I'm sure this went year to be even lower outside the South and I'm not gonna watch it. So outside down here, people watch it down here I guess, but but uh, out west and other parts of the country, not gonna watch because like 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 the guys on the show today, we've got SC, people's got SEC fatigue. They're sick of it. They're sick and tired of Alabama, Georgia, whoever it is. They're sick and tired of seeing the same old teams every year. So they're, you know, so everybody says they're gonna expand 12 teams. I don't know if they're gonna do that or not, whatever. But that that's part of it, you know. But I just, I did one thing. I saw a a a tweet a tweet this weekend. Uh, Mark Owens put it out, if y'all seen it or not, but it said Middle Tennessee was the only team in the state of Tennessee to win their bowl games. Y'all see that? Well, I didn't. I did not know that, but uh, I guess that's. I guess that's true. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty, pretty funny there. But uh, everything had a had a good year. But uh, I'm sure y'all watched the Music City Bowl and uh, I seen all the crowd and everything at the uh, at the game there and everything. But I'm not. I, I didn't want to say too. I thought Conference USA did pretty well in the bowl. They went three and five. I know that's not a great record, but uh, I thought they got some had some good wins and, uh, and everything. I think uh, the future is pretty bright for the uh, for the conference. I know I was reading an interview with Massaro online. It sounded like he's pretty optimistic about uh, twenty twenty two. Are you guys as optimistic as he is? And I'll just hang up and listen. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, of course, the long-term Conference USA will not include many of those teams that won or lost. Uh, only five, excuse me, three Conference USA teams that, that are playing right now will be in Conference USA year after next. Uh, we'll have to see. Right now, it appears there's going to be nine teams in that conference, and, and you know, I, I think it's going to hold out just fine. Uh, Jeff doesn't look ahead too far yet. Let's just comment on Middle Tennessee uh, win, uh, of course, there. And, and then University of Tennessee in the Music City Bowl. Tough loss for there. Uh, you, any comments you want to make? Well, it, first of all, um, delighted you know, to get the win. Uh, absolutely for sure. Um, we've been there before and lost. Um, and uh, it, it is true, and I've, I've heard criticisms, and – I'm sure you have too. That this was the uh, the first bowl played, which uh, automatically makes makes it the least important of the whatever fifty there are. Uh, and I guess that's true. It's not a well recognized bowl, but very important, I think, to us and and to our 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 kids and our coaches. We got a winning season out of the deal uh, and played well. 
really mm -hmm. played um, well better than I thought that we were going to. I think we even exceeded that, and I'm just I'm delighted, you know, for for them that they got uh, an opportunity to go and and. And they were not favored either. They were playing a team that had put up a Toledo had put up serious points this year, uh, one of the, one of the nation's leading offenses, and um, and we won. So I, you know I'm delighted. Music City Bowl was played in a good weather day. We had some bad weather days that came along the, the way. Uh, game lasted forever, Jeff. <laughs> it did, didn't it? And for for lots of reasons, but. Uh, the fact that both teams pass the ball a lot turned out that way. When you score 90 points in a regular uh, before overtime, it's going to take a while. And and then you got the plus and the plus and the plus. But uh came down to a controversial call at the end. Now, I, I will say this. That that touchdown would have been just a touchdown, an extra point. Purdue clearly could have scored a touchdown, an extra point, a two-point conversion. Go to another overtime and, and won it there. So, we don't know for sure that Tennessee would have won the game had that call been – different but uh you hate to see it come down to that but that's the way it is and uh depending upon your point of view i'm satisfied purdue thinks it was a good call and tennessee doesn't well <laughs> if if you watched the replay and my goodness we've watched it a dozen times oh yeah i don't think there's any question the guy scored i i don't you know and, and so often in a situation like that, you got this huge pile of bodies at the sure. one half foot line. You can't see it. You can't see a thing. Uh, but on this particular play, sure, you could see everything. And he never touched the ground. He rolled right over a Purdue player and scored. The controversy really comes in in the fact, Jeff, and I and I agree with exactly what you said. Visually, that's the case. The whistle had blown before he got there, which means the play had to stop. Now, the whistle shouldn't have blown. I think that's, no. I think that's the point here. Now, the, the rule is in place just when forward progress is stopped, according to officials, to blow the whistle so the players don't beat up on each other and knock people down and, and scrum and carry on, carry on, carry on. It's an injury kind of thing. But they're on the goal line with – and it, it wasn't that, Jeff. There was, what, two guys tussling, one tackling, one running. Uh, you would think that the whistle was – should have been a little later. Well, I've got evidence that foreign uh, forward progress had not stopped. Oh, sure. He scored. Sure. <laughs> so, and now, I, 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 we have, and, and this is, I think, a very good idea. I think we're doing this a lot. I saw it this weekend, where, where you you let the play work out the, you let it finish. Particularly, this often happens on fumble recoveries yeah. and stuff. And, you, and he, so he's down. He's not down, whatever. But he picks up the ball, and then he runs 60 yards, and he scores. Well, and then you, you – okay, all right. Now let's go back and see was he down or not. Well, as you say, if, if you blow the whistle – stop him. If you blow the whistle on the fumble, it's got to be what it is. And, and so you're right. Let the play finish out and then go back. If, if, if he was not across the goal line, then you can see it on replay. I will say this, and I, well, I guess I, I would certainly disagree with a, a couple of sports writers whose stuff I read this morning. Uh, I don't think this was a damaging loss at all to UT. I think it was a recruiting tool. I think the game was exciting as all get out. 
They had tremendous support. They're making progress. They ended up with a, 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 a an overtime loss. That's true, but they ended up with a winning record, uh, and and lost to a team that was, uh, I, I believe, favored. Uh, I, I just don't think it was damaging, uh, and I maybe. Maybe so. Well, the, the the pundits that I heard before the game started asking that very question, would it matter? And most agreed that it really wouldn't change the, the, the price of poker. Tennessee wins, Tennessee loses. Uh, Middle Tennessee wins a bowl game. Jeff, how, how much do you think that's going to change recruiting for Middle Tennessee? Well, I think it will. I think anytime you're on national television and you represent yourself well, uh, both coaching-wise and player-wise, and maybe with the score in the game itself, I think it helps you. And – you and I went years and years that Middle Tennessee could have been doing anything on any given Saturday, and there would be no mention of it whatsoever. Right. You know, well, now that's not true. Our scores are up there along with the rest of the conference USA. And um, I, I think and we got we've got players that are in the in the professional leagues. And they, gosh, I've heard that many times this year. You know, this kid played down in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Sure. And he played for Middle Tennessee State University. And that kind of thing, I think all that helps you. Basketball is well underway. Middle Tennessee women uh, went one and one in West Texas, San Antonio, and El Paso, uh, losing by one on Saturday. Had a chance to win it two or three different times. Well, in a one-point game, Jeff, you get all kinds of opportunities to win. Men were not able to play. We said last week, I did at least, we should be able to know a lot more about our basketball team after <laughs> playing two conference games. Well, we hadn't played two conference games because of COVID, so right. we know less about them now. And uh, they'll, they'll go on the road now to start their conference play. And we'll, I'm not sure how they'll handle the two games that are have been postponed or whatever, but uh, – I'm anxious to see how the Raiders do. Well, both coaches will be on tonight, uh, starting at six o'clock, and um, uh, and Nick Palmer and Chip Walters will will interview, and then I'm sure we'll explore everything. Um, and I think we'll know a little bit more about what the, what the future may hold. Uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the shows. The the Boulevard's a great place to go for that kind of thing. By the way, I don't know if people have been out there or not. But the food's good, service is great. It's it's a good place to eat. Well, I've not been out there for the show yet, but I am going this evening, so I'm anxious to see how that works itself out. And uh, uh, I, I know Coach Rensel's got to be disappointed with a loss in, sure. in, in the league. Uh, they're not going to lose many. They shouldn't in, anyway, and you, you don't want to be one and one but there's a long season to go. And this team just got a lot of potential. But I, I'll be, from my standpoint, I, I'm not sure they've improved to the level that I thought they might by this time of the year. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I, and I've seen them. I've seen both teams and a number of times, and I'll. I just have to say that they they work hard. They hustle, sure. But they hustle. They usually win. Uh, at least when I've been there, the home games. And I'm I'm very in, enthusiastic about their chances. See, Rick has built a monster in in the idea that when Middle Tennessee loses a women's basketball game in conference, it's news. You you, you know, it, it's not expected to happen. Uh, they play at home Thursday and Saturday. I hope the fans come out to see that. And uh, uh, I always expect them to win two games at home when they come in for a homestand and uh, look forward to that, uh, seeing the girls play. I'm with you. All right, we're going to take a break. Chip Walters will come in with the Blue Raider Insider Report. We'll be right back after this.
When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County. Just a normal buildup out here on 231, especially over the interstate. Princess Hot Chicken now available for catering. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Get ready for the first basketball radio shows of the season. They start uh, in about 30 minutes from right now at 6 o'clock, live from the boulevard right here on WGNS. New home for the basketball shows this year, just as we had in football. Uh, we will be in the uh, the uh, private room uh, uh, at the boulevard tonight beginning at 6 p.m. And, yes, they are open, even with the, the weather that we had uh, overnight. Uh, we will get underway at 6 o'clock with Rick Ensel live. And that is a 6 o'clock, uh, you know, each week. Nick McDevitt live, 7 o'clock each week. And, again, first show is tonight. Then next week, as we have done for many years now, we've taken off that next Monday due to the national championship football game and uh, the crowds that, that come to watch the, that game on television on that night. But uh, we'll, we'll have the first one tonight, skip a week, then we'll go seven straight Mondays. At least that's the plan right now for our basketball 
radio shows. Dick Palmer will have Coach Ensel coming up at 6 o'clock. I'll have Coach McDevitt from 7 to 8. You can catch it right here on WGNS or streaming on the Varsity app. All right, women's basketball. The Lady Raider comeback fell short in a gutsy fourth-quarter comeback, but two potential game-winning shots fell short in the final seconds as the Lady Raiders uh, dropped a 56-55 decision at the Don Haskins Center on Saturday afternoon. The Lady Raiders, who are now 9-3, are also 1-1 in Conference USA. They were down 11 in the third quarter, battled back to take the lead midway through the fourth quarter, which set up the stage for that very good finish. Down eight with less than six minutes remaining, Dorsar led a strong comeback bid, and Courtney Blakely's defense also played a big role. Sar scored eight straight points during a minute and 21 span as the Lady Raiders took a 52-51 lead on her long-range three-pointer with 3.42 remaining. And again, as it got down to the final seconds, Middle had two shots at it, could not get one to fall, and that was it as uh, UTEP uh, got the victory in what was a, a really early season showdown between two of the better teams in the league. Elsewhere on Saturday around Conference USA in women's basketball, it was uh, Southern Miss losing at Marshall 72-55. It was UTSA winning at home over UAB 68-60. Western Kentucky wins at home over Louisiana Tech 64-50. And there were four games that were postponed. FIU at Charlotte, North Texas at Rice, also, uh, or three games rather, in Florida Atlantic at Old Dominion. For on the men's side on Saturday, it was uh, Louisiana Tech with an unbelievable comeback in the second half to beat Western Kentucky 74-73. UAB uh, off to a 2-0 start. They beat UTSA 87 to 59. Southern Miss and uh, Marshall were postponed. Middle and uh, UTEP were postponed. Old Dominion and Florida Atlantic in Boca Raton were postponed. And FIU was a 95-72 winner at Charlotte. So that is uh, what happened over the weekend in Conference USA basketball. We'll talk more about it, of course, uh, much expanded uh, here in just a bit uh, on uh, Rick Ensel Live and Nick McDevitt Live. So that's it for Monday. Join us over at the Boulevard. We'll be talking to you soon. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. 
Com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Uh, New Year's Day, Jeff, to me, is just not what it used to be <laughs> as far as football games are concerned. Now, there were several on, and, and I enjoyed watching them, but they don't seem to have the same pump to me. What do you think? Well, I, I agree with that. I was I was kind of thinking about that the other day I, uh, when, when I was a young man, and I was at one time. <laughs> Uh, and weren't we all? Younger than I am now. And, boy, going to the Orange Bowl was a big deal. Yeah. You know? And, of course, you could have an agreement with a conference or whatnot. Uh, like the Big Ten, I think they still have an agreement, don't they, uh, to send the team to the Rose, Rose Bowl? Bowl? Sure. Sure, Pac-10, uh, Big Ten. Yeah. And uh, and that's – well, that was that was huge, you know? It's, uh, and, and Sugar Bowl's got that with, I'm pretty sure, lock-in with uh, – SEC, for example. I'm sure they But do. it's not going to be the SEC champion or nope. even the second-best team in the SEC. That's correct. And so somehow it's kind of lost a little bit of, of its uh, glory days, I guess. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it uh, seems to be that way. Well, I think it is. And, and you've got lots of issues on top of that we talked about last week, players opting out, bowl game for various sundry reasons. But now the teams that play, uh, a Sugar Bowl was well attended, Orange Bowl was well attended, a lot, a lot of work, and the games were good to watch. I enjoyed watching them, uh, but it just doesn't have the same. And, and when when they go to the expanded playoff, I think it's a given it's going to happen probably sooner than later. That will change even more. The expansion? Making the playoffs more than four teams. I think it'll be eight. I don't, what, know, whatever when happens to be. I don't know when they'll do that, but – but, it's going to expand, and if not next year, the year after, probably. Yeah, and I think Jeff Neal brought this up, or may, or maybe you did. I'm I'm sorry, uh, uh, but the nation does get a little tired. I think, uh, and I think it's one reason the Braves were so, you know, popular. That's, mm-hmm. They were new to the game. Uh, not really, but they were new to the World Series. Sure, you know, sure. and they won it. So this is, is great. Um, but I think people, I certainly was sick to death of Clemson. I just, I just, you know, I didn't want to watch them at all. And uh, I don't know why. I just, I just thought they were a really good, but dull ball club. That's probably very unfair. I don't like Ohio state anyway. Well, they're in the Rose bowl. So we don't have to worry about them. They're gone for this year. So, so that has changed things up a little bit and putting Cincinnati in there where they richly deserved to be, and Michigan, when he finally beat Ohio State, that kind of spiced up the Final Four. Um, and it's not like Georgia's there every year either, you know, even though they've had some great teams. The only one is Alabama. And would you would you agree with me when I say that there are people that are not, not – I'm not saying they hate Alabama or anything like that – but they're just a little tired of Alabama being well, there, there every there are, year. There are several people that hate Alabama yeah. for, for that very reason. The same reason yeah. the Yankees back in the day were hated yeah. by lots of folks because they won too much. You know, just yeah. that, that simple. And, and I get it. Uh, so, yeah, there's lots of folks that would love to see Alabama get beat just to level the playing field maybe a little bit. It, I don't know that it's going to do that or not. It didn't seem to when LSU won a couple of three years back, when Clemson won a couple of years back. Uh, I think you and I would both take – Money and put on the fact that LSU will, excuse me, Alabama will be one of the final four teams next year. And I have no idea 
who the quarterback will be, how many players they'll lose at the pros, how many people opt out, whatever, whatever. But uh, right now, I'll, I'll take Alabama as one of the four, four teams and, and probably one of the two teams. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would, I certainly Until wouldn't pick against told them. Told otherwise, I, uh, I would have, I would have an answer for somebody. My, well, my answer wouldn't even be an answer, probably. But uh, I, I used to have people tell me about Riverdale, um, and that they were just sick of watching Riverdale, sure. and et cetera, et cetera. And I said, well, there's a way to avoid that. And I said, beat him. Yeah, sure. And then, and then, and and look what's happened. Oakland did. Yeah. Well, Following pretty much the same formula, assistant coaches and athletes and organization, and it, it's that's just the way it is. But I, I agree with you about Alabama. I, I think um, Saban has got it uh, pretty much. On, on, he's controlling about everything that he can. What control. is the secret sauce in your mind for the Nick Saban? What what makes him uniquely better than than? All of the college football coaches right now, for sure. What is, what is that quality that he, he has? Uh, somehow. Now, obviously. And, and I'm asking you like you know him and have lunch with him every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, assistant coaches that can, that can coach position coaches. Uh, line coach is not the receiver coach. Mm-hmm. He's the line coach, mm-hmm. defensive line coach. May even be the tackle coach. I don't know, but you know that sort of thing. Get get the very best people that you can possibly find. Pay them well. That that's a big thing. I don't know how you convince a kid, talented player, and he gets them every year, to come in knowing that they're going to have to redshirt one year, probably, maybe, and sit on the bench one year, probably, maybe. And we're talking about. Big time players, yeah. That that used to be in the the star, the the hero of the the, the town, the school, yeah. right? I know you led, you know, New York to the Russian title, but you're not going to be playing here until two years from now, and and he can do that because he's got somebody else that will do it. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sitting right next to you. So, some I don't know how you get kids to do that in a day that has become so selfish athletes and others uh but somehow some way he has done that and that and that's how of course he's got tremendous support he's got all the facilities a person could ever want he's you know he's got all that that said none of that is unique to what people want to do every every head coach wants the best coaches he can find uh, there's lots of people, lots of schools now that have facilities that will equal Alabama's that uh, as good or well. Jeff, once once he gets to one level, uh, what difference does it make? But I think one of the things that for sure is is uh, the record of sending kids to the pros is is certainly uh, appealing, and he's got that track record that that other coaches just don't have. Right, you can you can look at his his quarterbacks, and I was trying to remember last night how many of them. Just with Alabama on their on their pedigree, had played there, and and it's it's a number of people uh, that that have played there and won Super Bowls there, or will win a Super Bowl at some point, and uh, it's it's, I mean he he can back up what he what he says, and I I mentioned a minute ago, uh, I've always admired this 
this comment that Randy King made to me one time, and I was talking about the success of Oakland and so forth. He'd done another great year or whatever. And I said, what do you attribute this to or whatever? And he, he of course, was very modest. And he said, well, it's great athletes, and I've got the two best assistant mm-hmm. coaches in the state. Okay. Yeah. And I, I kind of agree with him. I mean, he's very good, certainly. But he, he knew that he had a lot of people right behind him. Well, football is predicated on assistant coaches. There's no question about that. Right. And uh, the, the the who's who that they come in when when a coach leaves. There's a big name coach is going to come in and take that place. Uh, I mean, big people. But uh, Jeff, I don't know that they pay their assistant coaches any more than others do. Uh, I, they're they're in the in that top ten ranking. But uh, I, I'm satisfied that Tennessee thought that was the difference. They they'd be paying them too. Well, yeah, maybe so. I I I I don't know the answer to that one. I I don't know the I don't know the uh, uh, salary schedule of those people. Of course, if you can, if you're looking for a job uh, somewhere or a head coaching job or whatever, and if you can say, well, I was on the Alabama staff for three years mm-hmm. and we won, you know, we went thirty and three or whatever it was, uh, th- that counts for something, doesn't it? It does. You and I both know if you could read a book and, and be a great coach because of it, then there'd be a lot of folks doing it because I read the books. I read John Wooden. I read Bobby Knight. I looked at them. I looked at their practice routines. I did this. I did that. Tried to pick out what I thought worked for me. But it still comes down to a person executing a plan, and not everybody can execute the plan the same way. And obviously Nick Saban has got it in such a way now, Jeff, it just it, it just runs on its own. But he's not going to let that happen. No, he's he's going to keep on digging and working. You look him on the sideline; he's very much like Belichick in the fact that poker face. Very very few things get him to, that face to move up, down, or sideways. You're you're right. About the, about the only guy he could t- he just chewed out about every game was Kiffin. He <laughs> was always chewing on him, you know. And you mentioned those books; I read all those books too, uh, and uh, and just kept a record of all the drills and whatever I wanted to use and everything. I gave them all to, all to Bill Hockenberry. And, uh, and now Bill is Bill Hockenberry, who, who is a former student of mine, and um, I, I know his parents very well. He's, he's working himself into being an outstanding coach, maybe because of my books, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. But It's interesting with Bill. Uh, of course, I've known Bill since he was knee-high to a toad frog. He didn't go to Rockville with the idea in mind that he was going to be coaching basketball. No, that's at, right. At all. Uh, they put him in as interim coach. I knew last year. I didn't know, but I thought this interim stuff. Because Bill's going to do a good job his first, right. first year. And if he wants to coach some more, I think he'll be allowed to. And I know he wanted to coach some more. I felt like he did. Uh, so good for him. And But we talk about why Murfreesboro schools are good in sports, why we win state championships in basketball, football, whatever. Same thing, Jeff. A lot of good coaches here. A lot of good coaches yeah, here. Yeah. Well, well, the the principal of Rockvale, who is a friend of yours and mine, sure. Uh, when when he was building his staff, he 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 wanted Bill to be on the staff, but he didn't really have a place for him. But he somehow, some way, he worked he worked it out where he could get it done. But I don't know that he was going to coach at all. He wanted him on his staff because he's an outstanding faculty member. And and a, a good administrator of athletics. Yep. I mean, I think that's what his role is going to be. Right. Uh, but, yeah, he, I'm, I'm fairly confident 
he was recruited out to Rockvale. But anyway, quality. Uh, I, uh, I I guess there are other there are other things. Uh, you know, you can. I I don't know that Coach Creasy at Oakland. If for, for him to have a team that won three games, four games a year or in a year, he's going to have to have some pretty bad athletes because mm-hmm. he's going to coach them up and drill them to a point where they can win more than half of them. They may not be hoist, hoisting that trophy, but then Gary Rankin the same way, you know, the same way. Um, so there's there's a lot of things, and, and let's not overlook hard work because that's what it is. Um, and I know – and 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 you went through this, and uh, and you hired football coaches, and I, I know Phil Watts. He's a good friend of mine at Oakland, at, at, when, when he was at Riverdale, excuse me, and he put in I would guess eighty to ninety hours a week, from August one until the, his last game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was double what any faculty member would put in. After that, sure, the schedule eased up. Yeah, quite a bit in January and on until spring practice. It's hard work. A lot of hard work, and, and those it, it will consume you, Jeff. Yeah, it will. Uh, you know, you you have to be careful, but because uh, it can consume your your mind. You can be at home, but not be at home. Yeah, you can be around your family, but not be around your family. If that's you understand what I'm saying, you're, you're shaking your head up now. You know exactly what I'm yeah, talking I do. about. I do, and you. Uh, uh, one thing that has changed that mightily. Is the is, is videotape? Sure. Uh, you you can now go home. You don't have to have a film projector. You don't need all this stuff. You've got a tape. You can carry it in your back pocket and watch it anytime you want. And watch more than one game. Uh, and that has added uh, and watch it as many times as you want. And that has added a lot of work uh, to a coach. 2021 is gone. 2022 is coming up. We'll talk. Come back and maybe just. Talk a little bit about what we see in the future for our sports programs around here on All Sports Talk. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County. Just a normal buildup out here on 231, especially over the interstate. Princess Hot Chicken now available for catering. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I mentioned 2022 coming up. Jeff, First Bank will do a great job in 2022. I bet on that. Uh, done a great job for years and years and years. The state run bank uh, in Murfreesboro in the county. Thanks them for sponsoring All Sports Talk. We mentioned Alabama and Oakland uh, in football, Jeff. Pretty safe bets that uh, they're going to be right back amongst it again next year, wouldn't you think? I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, and I, I don't know that we had a particularly great year here with the exception of Oakland and Riverdale, but um, I, I think we're probably looking forward to a really good high school year coming up here. Basketball-wise, Blackman girls, a state champion last year, Jennifer Grandstaff, after one year of retirement, uh, got the itch and, and, and found a, a really good program to work with at Blackman. Uh, Jeff, it's a, it's, a, it's a combination that worked well for state championship last year. And, and once again, uh, she's got a ball club that's got a chance to get the, get the state tournament again. I don't want to jinx her. I don't know how many in a row they've won uh, last year and then into this year. I think she's still unbeaten. Here it is January 3rd. Um, but uh, she's she's done an out, an outstanding job with with that team, and uh, I've watched their scores closely. I did see them play the other night, and you know they they've got a lot of things that 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 they do. I mean they're they're in the right place, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, offensively and defensively, and they're not selfish, um, and they just do a lot of things that that maybe you don't. It's not in the scorebook, but it does contribute to playing well and racking up W's and. Her team did. Her team did that the other night. We'll go to college in just a minute. But what other things in high school are you looking for in 2022? Right now, for those that may not even be aware, we're in the first year of a four-year, excuse me, of a four-classification division in Division One basketball for the first time. We've always had three class. This year we got four. So we're going to see a different state tournament for one thing for sure. Uh, we got four state tournaments. To, uh, excuse me, four. Division one, the Division two, uh, folks, uh, I'm satisfied will remain at Cookville or Lipscomb. I'm not sure whether where that will be. Last year they had to move because of COVID from Lipscomb. But um, your thoughts on that four classification business, Tim? I don't know. I I, I think it's something that we're going to have to tr- at least try. Uh, and uh, I I don't know that Tulabastabale has said anything about it, but. Um, Tennessee's geography, and I've mentioned that on this show many times. Other states have the same problem. Uh, Kentucky, Florida, California, Texas, where the distances are so great from one side of the state to the other that it just becomes expensive and hard for fans to get there a lot of times mm-hmm. and, and for teams to spend a week out, you know, out of class and that sort of thing. And uh, but I'm really referring here to that it seems like Memphis will not come to Murfreesboro. Let's just put it that way. They just will not come. They'll send great teams, sometimes girls, always boys, mm-hmm. sometimes every division. But I have sat there, and so have you, and watched state championships played and Memphis wouldn't have 15 fans in the gym. And they're playing for a state championship. 
and they're just not going to come 300 and some odd miles for whatever reason. I'm not, I'm not a sociologist. I'm not saying why. I don't know why. Well, this will eliminate at least one of those games. And uh, I, I don't know how they're going to set it up, but instead of sending eight teams, that's what we send, right? Eight teams in every division. Instead of sending eight, we're going to send four. I think that's right. And so that first-round game, theoretically, if it's played between District 7 and District 8, could be played in Memphis or Jackson somewhere right. in, in West Tennessee. And uh, I hope I got my districts right. But anyway, that will save that uh, embarrassment. But you're still going to have the same thing happen to you in the finals if Memphis makes it, and they almost always make it. Because they're loaded with talent. they got a lot of talent. It doesn't affect our teams around here a lot because we, we are bunched up together. But you get into single-A, double-A in East Tennessee, Jeff, where you got the mountains to fool with as well and, 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 and not a lot of population uh, outside of Knoxville. In the uh, Tri Cities area, th- those schools got a lot of challenges as far as travel is concerned. Oh yeah, they surely do. And and those uh, those problems with travel. Now that we have four levels that we're going to play at in mm-hmm. the public school division, are you just going to get worse? They are worse. That, that, that's that's why yeah. many schools voted against it. It's not the idea that they don't want more teams have state to win chance to win a state championship. They just look around and say, instead of being able to play these four or five schools. I now I only get to play two or three of these schools, and those next three schools in my uh, re- district are going to be another 20, 30, 40, 50 miles maybe away. That's right. And and uh, uh, Eagleville already had those problems and have had them for years uh, where they have to go into West Tennessee uh, and are into Chattanooga um, to, to find somebody to play um, in their division. Well, this, this is going to get worse, I'm afraid. Uh, matter of fact, I'm not afraid. It is going to get worse. Am I, I am right that it's a four-year classification? I believe that's correct. Deal. Yes. I mean, it, 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 it won't go back. Do you think? No, probably not. Uh, you know, it's pretty difficult to go back and say we're going to take some away. We've gone to six classification football, and I think that's. I hope that's where it stays. It's getting bigger than that, but it's pretty difficult to go back on that. We'll have to see. Uh, college-wise, Middle Tennessee uh, women and men. Have basically yet to start to schedule middle women are one and one in the league. Uh, guys are not. Uh, what are you? What are you looking at? Lady Raiders and Blue Raider basketball. I think both of them are going to make the tournament, uh, and, and the women I think are a lock to make the tournament. Uh, I think the men are going to be right there. I think they'll make it as well. We're going to contend. Where's the tournament played, by the way, this year? Same place in, in Dallas. It's, yeah, Dallas area. Good lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Middle Tennessee baseball, softball. The baseball team showed signs of life last year. For sure, Jeff Breeden just not quite get over the hump. They did win a tournament championship, what, two, three years ago? Yeah. Uh, and had good seasons, but uh, if you have to break through maybe to the level I thought they might on a consistent basis, but. Uh, Hopefully that can can uh, improve itself. I, I know uh, Middle Tennessee baseball was has been awfully popular over the years, and uh, like to see them make some noise. Well, Middle softball, Coach Breeden, when he got there, Middle softball was just in terrible shape, mm-hmm. uh, at least with wins and losses concerned. And he's brought them back uh, 
past respectability, and I think he's going to continue to make that progress. Um, but it's it's you know it's you got to get the athletes, you got to get the rec- recruiting going. Um, I, I don't know about locally uh, how many how many college players we have right now in the city of Murfreesboro, but in in past years in Middle Tennessee we've been we've had, had plenty of them, um, good players. Baseball, I would say, and we said this before too, if we could just get our pitching and our hitting and our defense all on the same page, you know, I think, I think we'd be a 600 ball club. Um, but we either seem like we lack one major thing somewhere down the line. Maybe we've solved those problems. I hope so. Titans going to win a Super Bowl? Mm, probably not. No. Where but, do you see them going? Well, Final Four anyway. Um, is it is it easy just as easy saying it depends on what Derrick Henry does? That's fair, uh, but uh, after the last, I mean, I think they're uh, have, have taken some. Um, uh, I, I think they're learning to win and play without him. The good news is their defense is good enough to do it without a blazing right. offense. Last year that wasn't the case; they had to outscore people. This year they can they can play defense well enough, or better than well enough, right, to, to compete in any game. I think if you if you watched them yesterday, and I did, um, they weren't very impressive, really. I mean, they, they, I think they played well. The defense played very well. Sure. And and, and you watch them and everything, and then you look at the school board, and you've won by thirty. Sure. I mean, and you think, hey, we must be doing something right. Last question. Um, Braves won another World Series. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, you'll drag that out of me. I think we've got a good chance to do that. I do. You know, now, am I right that they had several rental players in the second half of the year that they've got a lot of kids, a lot of people to sign back that uh, that I I don't think were on long term contracts? As my daughter Renee says, Daddy, we need a starting pitcher. There you go. I said, that's correct. That's correct everywhere. Rick Hensel live, Nick McNeil live coming here up right here on WGNS here in the next uh, 60 seconds or so. Stay tuned for that. And Monty Hale will be back tomorrow for All Sports Talk.